back to the Daily Devotion. My name is Kevin. I'm the pastor of Christ Church Conway, a congregation of the Presbyterian Church in America here in Conway, Arkansas. The Daily Devotion is a time for us to be strengthened in our faith through the study of Scripture and theology. We're coming up on our 100th episode of the Daily Devotion, and a lot of y'all have been faithful listeners from the very beginning, and so I've got something special to celebrate our 100th episode. As we've talked about before, we're doing a giveaway of the New Bible Commentary, which is put out by InterVarsity Press. The New Bible Commentary is really, it's the best single volume commentary on the entire Bible written by just some of the absolute top scholars that believe the Bible that you can find. It was edited by D.A. Carson and Gordon Wenham. I mean, just it's an incredible resource. And InterVarsity Press has graciously provided a copy of this book that's normally about 60 bucks for me to give away celebrating our 100th episode. So if you want to enter to win that, you can go to our Facebook page or the Twitter feed and you can find the link. And if you click on that link and share it on your Facebook page, that will automatically enter you to be part of this drawing. It'll enter you in the drawing and perhaps you will win. And you can enter as many times as you want. There's other ways you can enter by liking the Facebook page or different things like that. So if you're interested in that, go and, and share that link and uh, get entered in to win a copy of the new Bible commentary from InterVarsity Press that they have graciously given to us. If you've been listening, you know that we just finished up the book of Jonah. It's an incredible book. It was a fascinating study, at least for me. I learned a ton going through it. I hope you did as well and was challenged in my faith, encouraged in my faith along the way as we saw God being this relentlessly gracious and merciful God towards sinners. But we finished that up, and so now we're going to start this morning the book of Galatians. And so I wanted to talk a little bit about why we're starting Galatians. First of all, I've been studying the book of Galatians for some other projects that I'm working on, and it's been just an incredibly encouraging book for me. We've gone through it before as a church on Sunday mornings a few years back, and it was encouraging then and challenging then. And as I've been studying it for these other projects, it's been encouraging to me once again. It's a book that I've come back to repeatedly in my walk with Christ to be encouraged in the gospel. And the reason I've come back to this particular letter of Paul's to be encouraged in the gospel is because it's just such pure gospel from beginning to end, because that's what's at stake in Galatians. The, the, the church at Galatia was, as we're going to see as we work through this, in danger of losing the gospel. And Paul is writing to these churches that he had planted to encourage them and to remind them of what the gospel was. And so it's this beautiful presentation of the gospel in just this pure form, reminding us of the doctrine again and again, of justification by grace alone, through faith alone, in Christ alone. Uh, many have argued over the years that the kind of central verses to the book of Galatians, the heart of it is Galatians 2, 15 and 16. This is what Paul says there. We ourselves are Jews by birth and not Gentile sinners. Yet we know that a person is not justified by works of the law, but through faith in Jesus Christ. So we also have believed in Christ Jesus in order to be justified by faith in Christ and not by works of the law. Because by works of the law, no one will be justified. That's really what Galatians is all about. The fact that we are justified by grace through faith in Christ. Justified by faith 
not by works. And Paul teases that out for us just in this beautiful, succinct way. And so we're going to jump into that. This morning, we're going to look at Galatians verses, chapter 1, verses 1 and 2, and we're really just going to focus on verse 1 this morning because it really helps set the stage for what is going on. So let me pray for us, and then I'll read those two verses, and then we'll jump in. Father, we thank you for your word. I thank you for this letter that Paul wrote to the Galatians reminding them of the gospel. And I ask that this morning and throughout this study, that as we focus on the gospel, your spirit would be at work to remind us of the truth of the gospel, that it is a gospel of grace, not a gospel of works, for that would be no gospel at all. Strengthen us now, we ask in Christ's name. Amen. Paul an apostle, not from men nor through man, but through Jesus Christ and God the Father who raised him from the dead and all the brothers who are with me to the churches of Galatia. Grace to you and peace from God our Father and the Lord Jesus Christ who gave himself for our sins to deliver us from this present evil age according to the will of our God and Father to whom be the glory forever and ever. Amen. So that was Galatians 1, 1 through 5. This morning, I want us to focus really on verses 1 and 2. There, Paul introduces himself to the churches at Galatia. Now, they would have known him. He had planted churches in this region. He's, he's probably writing, well, we know he's writing to the people that he had planted and he had preached to because he deals with that later on in the letter, reminding them of the gospel that he had preached to them, calling them not to turn from that. But these problems had arisen that we'll get into more later. Uh, for now, what we're going to notice that one of the problems that had arisen within the churches in Galatia as people showed up and were challenging what Paul had said, one of the issues was that his authority was being challenged. His authority to go out and preach the gospel in the name of Christ was being challenged. And people were saying that, that he wasn't an apostle like the apostles in Jerusalem. Now, if you were with us at Christ Church, or if you listened to the sermon from yesterday, you know that their authority came from Jesus Christ. We looked at Mark chapter 6, verses 7 through 13, and we read that he called the 12 and began to send them out two by two and gave them authority. So we saw that the apostles' authority was an authority that was given to them by Jesus Christ. It was an authority to go out and proclaim the gospel, to set the foundation of the church around Christ, the cornerstone, by proclaiming the gospel of the kingdom of God and calling people to repentance. As Paul went out and preached this gospel, some people didn't like what he was saying. It was a little bit too much grace for some. It was a little bit too much Jesus for some. And so one of the ways they attacked him was they challenged his authority. They challenged his authority as an apostle, saying that he was just sent out by other people, that, that his authority didn't come from Jesus. Now, we, we know that this is in part what's going on because while it's not abnormal for, Paul, for Paul, abnormal for Paul to introduce himself as he does in this letter, that's a normal Old uh, New Testament first century epistolary introduction, he says some things here that he doesn't often in his other letters. For instance, if we go back to 
the beginning of 1 Corinthians, he writes this, Paul, called to be an apostle by the will of God, and our brother Sosthenes. And if we flip over to Ephesians, we read this, Paul, an apostle of Christ Jesus, by the will of God. Again, in Philippians, Paul and Timothy, servants of Christ. And then finally, we'll look at, at Colossians quickly. Paul, an apostle of Christ Jesus, by the will of God, and Timothy, our brother. So pretty much everywhere else, we find a much briefer introduction of Paul. When he writes and says, this is who I am, this is you know, what I'm doing, it's always very, very brief. The only place that we find an equally lengthy introduction really is in the book of Romans, which is a group of people that Paul hadn't met, and he's writing to introduce himself, and they didn't know him. But all the letters that he writes to people that knew who he was, it's short and sweet. Paul the Apostle, by the will of God, generally is what we find. But here he adds this phrase, not from men, nor through men. He, he wants the Galatians to know that his authority does not come from any man. If we go back to the book of Acts and we read Paul's conversion story that we find there in Acts chapter 9, we see indeed his authority as an apostle, his calling as an apostle didn't come from a man. It came from Christ. Of course, Christ was fully God, fully man. I get that. But you understand the point that Paul is making here. It wasn't just some guy or some other group of Christians that came up with some strategy. Hey, let's send Paul out to preach to the Gentiles. And then he went off the rails. His authority wasn't derived from man. Just like the other apostles, his authority came from Christ. Christ called him, Saul, Saul, why are you persecuting me? As we read in Acts chapter 9. And then he commissions him to go preach the gospel to the Gentiles. So Paul's apostleship and therefore his authority and therefore the authority of his message isn't something that was derived from man. That's the point he's making here. But as he said, through Jesus Christ and God the Father who raised him from the dead. In other words, what Paul wants us to know is his apostleship comes directly from God and therefore his message of salvation by grace alone, through faith alone, in Christ alone, that gospel message comes with all the authority of God because he is the one who sent Paul to preach that. It's not just some message of man. It is the very message of reconciliation that God sent him to the world to preach. That's why this is such a valuable letter. Because we're reminded that this gospel of grace is the gospel that God announced through Christ and through his apostles. It's not just some doctrine of man. It is God's gospel that is being announced here. So that's the first thing we need to see is Paul is defending his apostleship. It didn't come from other men. It came from God and therefore his message of grace is authoritative and we don't have to doubt it, but we can rest in the glory that is announced in that message of grace. Tune back in tomorrow and we'll keep pushing in and deal with some of the details of who the Galatians are 
and why Paul was writing to them. Until then, may Christ be with you. Amen.